You're listening to a Trav Market Media Network podcast, a podcast designed for you, the travel professional. Is there something you would like to hear or do you have feedback? Please write to us at podcast at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcast with an S at travmarketmedia.com. This is Megan Chappell with a quick update on this episode. It is not the normal audio quality I like to put out. I had some terrible luck, but it is so worth listening to. Today's episode features Frederick Myatt, who graciously came on the podcast. And actually, there is a video version on YouTube and Facebook that you should check out that has some photos of the area. And um, the Ober Amargau Passion Play, uh, unfortunately, has been a casualty of the year of COVID. And so it is rescheduled for 2022. So don't worry, you'll want to go and want to plan it after you hear, but you have an opportunity now to plan it for 2022. And just as an FYI, it is available through many of the river cruising companies as a day trip but you can and should plan on spending some time there. Okay, enjoy this and check out the video on TravelRadioPodcast.com in the blog. I'll post it and also on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Megan, host of Travel Radio Podcast, a proud member of the Trav Market Media Podcast Network. Would you take a moment now to like, subscribe, and review the podcast? You can also reach me at info at travelradiopodcast.com or you could reach the network at travmarketmedia.com travel professional or aspiring professional traveler i'm so thankful you tuned in now let's dig into where our ears will travel today Hello and welcome. I am Megan Chapa, host of Travel Radio Podcast, and this is a video edition. You are in my new house in Virginia, and um, this is what the office currently looks like. It may change, but not the purpose. The purpose is to introduce and welcome you to an episode featuring Oberammergau, which we've done a previous episode on a um, religious pilgrimage to Oberammergau, but we've not actually gotten to go in-depth about what the play is like, and... Unfortunately, this year, Oberammergau is part of the lost year, as I'm calling 2020, and that it is just, yeah, one of the things that had to be, unfortunately, delayed, uh, which is, well, we'll get into the reason, we'll get into all the details later, but I would like to introduce now my guest, Frederick Myatt. Frederick, welcome to the program. Hello, and thank you for having me on your program. Yes, Frederick, as you can see under your title, you are one of two actors that portrays Jesus Christ. So let me then ask you some questions so people can understand more about this passion play because it is it is uniquely situated in the world. It's the only one like this. So let us get into that a little bit, if you don't mind, and then we'll ask you some more personal questions towards the end once we warm you up a little bit. So... <laughs> Right. So now for people um, who aren't familiar with the play, can you give us some historical context to how this passion play began? Yeah. Yeah. Our passion play is almost 400 years old. So it all started in 1632. It was during the 30 years war and the Swedish troops came to our region and for a pretty long time, our village wasn't involved in, in, in the war and wasn't involved with the Black Plague but the Swedish 
troops brought the Black Plague into the region. And the villagers of Oberammergau, they they kept all the uh, all the people out. They made fires around the village. But there was one man, Kaspar Schisler, he was working in, in a neighbor village and he wanted to see his fa family. So he sneaked over the mountains into into the village and he brought the Black Plague with him. And so within a few days, um, we don't know it exactly, but um, we assume that one third of the population died and no one knew what was happening. The people thought it's a punishment by God. So no, uh, no one knew anything about diseases really. And and so the, the villagers made a vow if God takes the disease away, we will play the last days of Jesus Christ every 10 years. And so the Chronicle says that from this day, no one died anymore. And so the first Passion Play was was held in, in the year 1634. And from this day on, every 10 years, Oberammergau played the Passion Play. And so until today, um, it we only did not play in two years. It was in 1770. All Passion Plays were forbidden. And the last time in 1940, during the Second World War, mm -hmm. uh, we didn't play. And um, yeah, for 100 years ago, it also was postponed. So that happened also. It was, uh, um, yeah, but and for a pretty long time, the Passion Play was a very local Passion Play. But then in 1850, there were the first um, reviews about the Passion Play in English newspapers, in French newspapers, and it became more and more popular. And so in 1880, um, an Englishman came to Obamagao. He some knew, uh, know him. It's Thomas Cook, the inventor of modern tour tourism. He saw the play and he was he was really amazed about it. And so he, for the next Passion Play, ten years later, later he brought the first English groups to Obamagao and. Uh, so he, he made it very popular. And today we would say he did a lot of marketing. He brought, for example, members of the royal court in, in, in London to, to Oberammergau. And so more and more famous people of those days came to see the play. For example, in, um, mm. the, the Queen of Spain came. And, uh, and in 1910, Henry Ford, the, uh, yeah, the car guy from the U.S., <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so there, so it was uh, became more and more popular, to, mm. and um, more and more people from overseas came. And so today, the Passion Play is, is in Obamaga is, is uh, yeah, it's the biggest and the most famous Passion Play in the world. And we have mm -hmm. around about half a million visitors from all over the world. And we are, of course, it's it's a long tradition, and we are really proud of being part of this tradition and, and doing this play every ten years. It's kind of mind-blowing to me that people would say, what is it that we could give to God that would stifle the plague? And that the passion play would be the thing that they thought, this is the thing. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I think it just kind of speaks maybe to the, and I don't know, I guess I should ask you, is this... Is there still deeply tied religious roots in the in the community? Um, so we are Oberammergau. So yeah, it was for a really long time a very Catholic village. So there, we we were pretty close. You saw the pictures of the monastery before, mm -hmm. and uh, of course Oberammergau also changed in the last 
decades, uh, hundreds, hundreds of years. So, uh, uh, so we have, uh, of course, now Protestants uh, living living in Obamagao, but also, of course, people they're not in church anymore. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, uh, some families they they have. Uh, they come they're from turkey they're muslims mm -hmm. and um but of course uh for us it's still it's the yeah, community coming together doing this play and for some it's uh, very important and there's yeah, strong believers and others they're also part of the play they perhaps have have uh left uh, the church but they are interested in, in acting and in coming together as a community mm -hmm. and so uh, 10 years now 20 years ago the community of Obamagao said because we have some rules in the play so you have to be born in Obamagao that you're allowed to take part or you live here for 20 years and so uh, the community said so everyone who fulfills those points is allowed, uh, they are allowed to take part in the passion play so now we have the first um, yeah, Turkish families participating, and they're also part of the community. I, I always think it's it's important that religion is something that brings people together, and yes. they're also proud of being a part of of of, of this production. And so, really uh, one one of our tutors is uh, Cengiz. He's a, he's a young Turkish, uh, you know, in the fourth generation Turkish guy. He and he's really he's a good actor. He's now in an acting school in in, in Munich and. Yeah, he's one of our best actors, and he's re really proud of, of, of being being a part of the passion play. That's great. So then, um, I, so we've covered some of my questions already, but um, let me ask you now, since it's been delayed, when is the next time you will be performing the play? <laughs> Hopefully in 2022. Mm -hmm. So, um, so in, in in March of this year. And we were interrupted during the rehearsals. We are just eight weeks before the, the opening night. Mm -hmm. And um, then we were a little bit nervous in the last days, but then the administration came and said, so we have to stop the rehearsals. And then we said, oh, yeah, what do we do? And we said we will postpone it for two years because we have a lot of visitors from all over the world. And we said to be to be safe, uh, we, we skip it to 2022 and the opening night will be in mid of May in 2022, and we will start our rehearsals in January 2022. And yeah, I'm really looking forward because it's yeah, you can imagine in Obamagao we have 5,400 inhabitants, and half of the population is participating in the play. Mm -hmm. And it, for us, we were growing together as a community. We were on stage. You saw it in the picture before. There were hundreds of persons on, on stage, and it was a really nice thing. So the youngest were just five, six years old, and the oldest were almost 100 years old. And that's a very special thing for us. And everyone is really so deeply connected with the play and, and involved and mm -hmm. you can imagine how it was for the for the older ones they said yes. oh i hope i can be a part in two years i don't know if i still can make it and oh my gosh so uh, yeah and so this that was something uh, very yeah a very tough decision and so i'm really looking forward uh, to the rehearsals again that we can get together as a community again that we can bring the play on stage and that we can fulfill the vow our ancestors made uh, almost 400 years ago and for us it's mm. it's it's uh, yeah you can imagine everyone is really dedicated uh, yeah. to, to this production so all the actors 
keep their same roles. Yeah. Yeah, this is what the director Christian Stückel said that that we skip it, uh, that we postpone it for for two years, and everyone keeps uh, the role. But of course, perhaps some people say for uh, so them it's perhaps not possible. But so then the director has to change the the, the cast. But um, the first decision is everyone keeps the position, and we will do the same play two years later. Okay. And this was also for us. It was was really good to have a goal again because in March everyone was really confused and uh, uh, everything yeah, was, was or is still is difficult but mm-hmm. we have a goal again so we can really we can look forward to, to, to 2022 and we have a goal and I'm really optimistic that we do our play yeah well I um when so I was in England when the when all the lockdowns started happening across Europe and I I instantly thought about the play I thought oh those poor people and the people who because this is something you have to kind of plan to attend a long way out because tickets sell out and you have to get accommodation and it's it's a Bavarian village right there's not mega hotels you have to do all these sort of things and sometimes maybe this is the kind of thing you go through a travel agent or tour operator for because they have all those established plans already. So mm-hmm. I was just, uh, yeah, I was really kind of like, oh no, what are they going to do? And and that's when we first got in touch. And I'm glad we're now talking about this. Um, and specifically, how will you be addressing tickets for 2022? Mm, of course, um, we have a lot of partners and tour operators all over the world. So all the... I think big companies, for example, in the US or in the UK, they have tickets. But of course, you also you can some are, don't want to book a tour. They can also um, see on our website, and uh, yeah, that is something where you can where you can see the play. So I guess so, sorry. Yeah. Let me change my question a little bit. Mm. How will yeah. it? So you're. I'm assuming that you will honor the people's tickets who had them already first before there are new tickets available because you can't just manufacture another round of seats right yeah um so i i hope i'm um i understand the question so correctly people but that have tickets currently changed yeah they, they changed first it priority to, yeah okay. of course yeah okay but uh, a lot of people they changed their tickets from 2020 to 2022 that was something uh, they a lot of people did so when uh, when the when we postponed the play in March, we were sold by ninety five percent. Oh wow! And so we were quite full. And uh, uh, I think now we are uh, some people they they gave their tickets back, but we're really on a good way, and, and there's still a lot of tickets available. Okay, good because I want my husband and I to be some of those twenty twenty tours. Oh, perfect! <laughs> That'd That's be wonderful. Good. So then. Um, for people that don't know, the, the Passion Play in Oberammergau is um, exclusively in the German language. People that don't speak German, are they going to be able to understand what's happening? Uh, yeah. Um, so everyone uh, who visits the Passion Play gets a textbook in German and English. And uh, so you can follow the lines. And, and most of the people, of course come to see the play they they know the story quite well and 10 years ago i talked to a lot of people uh, 
they were only speaking English and they say they really understand everything and they read in, in the textbook and so it, it really was not a problem to, to okay. follow the, the scenes. Okay, awesome. Did I read correctly that you guys actually invested quite a bit of money as a community into the venue? Is that, and, and you know, making it even more friendly to people watching the play. So how does that, how has that changed for people that have been there in the past? So in, uh, compared to the last Passion Play, so we didn't have a lot of complaints in the last Passion Play, but uh, one complaint we always heard was that there's too less space between the seats and this was something <laughs> we, uh, 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 yeah, we, we we changed so there's a little bit spa more space for everyone in, in, in the theater and of course every 10 years you, you have to invest a lot into the into the into the to the theater there are new uh, safety regulations and mm -hmm. there's uh, so and uh, now before the passion play um, we, we changed a lot for okay. for the visitors, I mean, for most people, you'll have them sold at more knee space. Everybody wants knee room, mm -hmm. All right? We fight about <laughs> it on airplanes. We fight about it in theaters. That's fine. That's great news. So then, um, how long is the play? At, like the duration of the actual play for twenty twenty two. So the first part starts in the afternoon, um, um, it, and the first part takes a about two and a half hours and then there is a three hour break okay. and the second part is is in the evening so overall the play so we don't know exactly but uh, around about five hours five hours 15 minutes uh, that's the duration of the play what do you do in that break are you taking a nap sometimes yes <laughs> so uh, or uh, i I go to lunch uh, or I go to dinner. That also happened, for example, 10 years ago, the Cardinal of New York came to see the play or like you, you saw in the picture before, uh, Chancellor Merkel came to, to see the play and then sometimes you, you go to lunch uh, in the break and that's also sometimes really, of course, nice because uh, during the, the Passion Play year we, we have a lot of visitors and uh, and, but sometimes I only take a nap, that's correct. <laughs> or I do some sport or relax, whatever. Yeah. That's good. So I was watching some recordings uh, on YouTube with, I think, the current director. And it was translated. But he said that he, you know, maybe as a child, was asking his grandfather about what he thought were, he didn't know the word racism, but he was or anti-Semitism, but he had been asking his grandfather about that. And when he took over as director, he put some time into maybe changing some of the undertones. Is that a fair way to, to put it? How has the play been refreshed compared to what it was? Mm -hmm. Uh, this is that was as Christian Stuckley, he's a really dedicated uh, theater maker so um, he will do it the next time the fourth time and he was the youngest director ever uh, when he was elected and um, so this is something uh, yeah after the second world war uh, in the 50s and 60s um, the passion play was had a lot of anti-semitic stereotypes in the play and mm -hmm. the the, the people after the Second World War, 
still they were not ready to change the play. So there were a lot of arguments about the, the play in the 70s and 80s and people were fighting here what mm. is the correct way to show the passion play. And you have to say that even the Catholic Church changed uh, their theology and they talked about their position with the uh, people of, uh, of, of the Jewish religion. And so Christian Strickl said, no, we want to show a passion play that shows that it's not a play of shoes against Christians as it was sometimes here before. Mm -hmm. And he said, we have to show that Jesus was born as a Jew and that he died with a Jewish prayer on his lips on the cross and that he was a Jew from tip to toe. And so he, he, he changed uh, the play, but working with the text and the gospels but he shifted of course uh, and he, he uh, some uh, yeah some sentences and he he talked up uh, with uh, with uh, theologists about and priests about the passion play and so we always have a theological advisor uh, from the catholic church here in Obamaga and they uh, revised the text and that is something that is the tradition of Uwa because sometimes people come and they think it's like a medieval play. We have the costumes we had 400 years ago and we have the texts we had 400 years ago, but the, the tradition of Uwa always was and is to change the play and go with the time and that you revise the text, that you have a new uh, theater stage, that you have a new set design, that you have a new, new cost, costume design. And so, and Christian Strickl, he is someone who changed a lot. And he, he talked with, uh, with, for example, with the American Jewish Committee and the Anti-Defamation League. But he also talks about uh, with uh, Catholic priests and Protestant priests about the play and uh, on how you can show Jesus today and uh, what uh, what is relevant about Jesus today. This is really interesting consideration, and I imagine there's some responsibility on you as an actor. So has the script been the same for you both times? And no. Oh, okay. Cause you, sorry, we didn't say this, but you've previously. I, I, I played. Go mm -hmm. ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I played Jesus also in 2010, and it, for me, for me now, it would have been the the second time. So, in two years, hopefully. But <laughs> yes. Justin Strickland, he's a theater maker. He sees the text, and he always thinks about what we can change. And so, this is something we have in our gospels. We have four gospels, and so you can always look and perhaps uh, see what you find and which sentences of Jesus you take into the text. So, in Christian, he was really thinking about the. Uh, I, we would call it the social Jesus, what he was thinking. And he, you find a lot of sentences of, of Jesus where he talks about the poor and the rich and mm -hmm. uh, about uh, situations we also find today in our world where we have a lot of poor and we have some very, very rich, very, very rich people. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he was, Christian Strickl, when he revised the text, he was more focusing, focusing on, on those things and uh, about... Uh, yeah, about conflicts we have also between, yeah. Uh, this yeah, is interesting. Jesus. He presents a complex yeah. Jesus with opening with like angry Jesus, and then we've got this compassionate yeah. person. This is interesting. Yeah. It sounds like he's done a wonderful job. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So then let me ask you um, 
as far because these are long segments in the play um what about refreshments how can guests you know keep their stamina to watch <laughs> to watch the whole play <laughs> so yeah I, I talk to a lot of people and they first when they come and say oh five, a five hour play and one part two and a half hours and the second part another two and a half hours and there's a, and there's a break in between but afterwards when you talk to people they say it wasn't uh, it was not boring one minute so it's uh, uh, people really if you, if you sit there and you, if you try to get into the play people don't have the feeling it's it's too long what about Actually, like refreshments on site or food or drink not during not during the play though you have to of course you can bring a bottle of water and that's yeah. not a problem but uh, it's not allowed to eat uh, during the theater but this uh, is not a baseball game people no definitely no <laughs> <laughs> okay so then uh, if we keep going on the theme of of dining in town, aside from your mother's house, where would you personally <laughs> eat? Oh, I have uh, yeah, two, two restaurants where, or three restaurants where I regularly go. So it's uh, one, it's yeah, it's right in between the, in the middle of the the village, Alte Post, where you really get get good get good Bavarian food. Mm -hmm. Then there is another pizza place Wang uh, uh, Alm where I really go very often there uh, get the best pizza of course there is a bar where I sometimes go you know it's a Mexican bar where you can oh, get really? a good beer and burger beer and burger I also like <laughs> excellent good so you find so we have a lot of actually we have a lot of uh, restaurants here and uh, good restaurants where you, where you can go okay good and they're walkable from the theater in Obamaga, almost everything is walkable. It's I think uh, from one end to the other. So from, from the most of the restaurants are, are located in the in, in the center of the village. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. So we've covered the question that guests are not allowed to eat in their seats. Okay, how <laughs> are seats reserved? Is it just first come first serve? No, when you buy the ticket, uh, you have a, uh, you have a. Um, fixed seat so it's uh, so, so you book the first row or the uh, okay. row 25 seat 15 whatever so everyone knows when you buy the ticket where you sit perfect okay so then we've talked about um so the first hello who's coming <gasps> hello <laughs> all right if you're just listening we Lawrence. It just came into that's well you can stay i'm okay with that if you want to <laughs> stay maybe you can help us answer the questions and i was going to ask your daddy when he first what age he was when he first participated, he participated. i was old i was at 20 when i was in the first time in the passion play I, I played disciple john and um yeah because i was yeah born here in Obamagao, but my family moved away so we moved back in the passion play year 1990 but the passion play was going on and so I was um, not allowed to join anymore but all my friends were in the passion play I saw it, I saw the passion play in 1990 only I went there with my my great-grandmother and then I was and then I was <laughs> and then, <laughs> Bye. Uh, 
Tschüss. Auf Wiedersehen. That's the limit of my German. Yeah, that's enough. Um, He's adorable. And yeah, he's two years old. And he will also join the passion play the next time. So he's uh, he will be on stage with his older brother. Yeah, and so for me, I, I was the first time in the play in 2000 playing uh, disciple John, and yeah, and I was pretty close to the both persons portraying Jesus, and I never thought of myself ever playing this role. So that was a big surprise in, uh, in the year 2009 when I was selected for portraying Jesus. So then let's talk about that process. How do they determine who's going to play which role? And as far as Jesus goes, is, is this like stiff competition? Or is it um, intimidating? So it's like in the year before the Passion Play, there's a, a certain date where everyone in the village uh, fills out a form and gives it to the community of Oberammergau. And there you write in your name and uh, when you we were born and which roles you had in the previous Passion Plays. Mm -hmm. And then you mm -hmm. give it to the community of Oberammergau. And the director of the Passion Play, Christian Stückel, he gets like 2,400 forms. And then... He, he looks it through and he makes the cast. In the Passion Play, there are 1,850 grown-ups plus another 550 kids. And then he makes the cast. And with the main cast, so there are 21 main roles. You have of course, Jesus, Mary, Mary Magdalene, Pilate, Judas, Caiaphas, all the big roles. With this 20, those 21 roles, we have a double cast. And with this cast, he goes to the city council and uh, they uh, approve this this cast and the interesting thing is you're not asked if you play this role you just say i want to participate in the play so there's a, 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 a certain date when the cast is uh, published or announced in public so it's in front of the passion play theater there are big boards in front of the theater where, where the names of the roles are on. So the first name is Jesus, then there is Peter, uh, um, Judas, John, and all those 20, 21 names. 21 names, and then the uh, yeah, and the last time, um, Elena. She she also lives in Oberammergau. She writes down the name of the main cast, and so the whole village is in front of the theater and looking on the boards and seeing oh, which one is playing the role, and then you, you can see people cheering and crying oh and so then there was my name on the board in 2010 and another time now in, in 2020 and that's a very very special moment because everyone no one knows which role he will play it's all in, in, in the head of, of, of Christian Stuttgart the director and it's not that you can say I, I want to play Judas or, or I want to play this role and he, so that's that's something that uh, that just happens and there's a lot of uh, excitement in the area you can imagine when they're the half of the village is looking and seeing what he will play that's incredible I yeah. think that almost now that's, that's almost blasphemous to say but it might be more fun to watch the revealing of the names than to watch the play <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, they were. We had the last time we had some uh, some uh, uh, we worked together with the German National Tourist Office, and they invited uh, mm-hmm. uh, some uh, U.S. citizens uh, working in the tourism industry to to see this moment moment, and they were so excited uh, being part of uh, being there on on this day. Yeah, oh, it's really it's a special day you can imagine, and so. On. Because it's so important for every one of us. Because it's only every ten years, and and you, you want to be in the play, and you're some hope to be perhaps be back in a big role. And so some are not on, on the on, on the board anymore, and they're they're sometimes really sad. And some are so surprised that they are on the board. And yeah, it's very special. It's very special. And, so then I read that you do some special preparation to portray Jesus. Can you talk about what that's like? Yeah, we do. So there's some things we do. Uh, one of the nicest things is with the main cast, we go a year before we start the, um, or a month before we start the rehearsals, we went to Israel with the main cast, mm-hmm. and that is also very special. When you visit all the holy sites in the Holy Land, you when we when we went to Lake Galilee, or uh, when you visit uh, Jerusalem, and when you go through the streets, and uh, you really get a feeling about what perhaps happened two two thousand years ago and we talk with the with the local priests they come with us but you also meet rabbis in, in Jerusalem and they tell you about Jesus out of the Jewish perspective and that's mm. such an amazing week because um, you have one week um, we grow together as a community of course as as the main actors but of course you get a lot of impressions and ideas about what the story is about and of course we that is the most important thing in the preparation. Of course, we, we re, you read in the Gospels. I read books about Jesus, and you, we also did some movie nights where we saw different uh, movies about Jesus and the life of Jesus. And and all together with the discussions we have during the rehearsals, you try to find the right way to portray Jesus because that was one of the fears I had 10 years ago when I played mm-hmm. Jesus the first time because I told you about the election and uh, the day of the, ele- the election I was really a little bit, felt so much pressure on my shoulder mm-hmm. because I was going through the streets like this because I said everyone knows you from one day to the other and everyone thinks oh, here in the village of course oh, he's our new Jesus and will he be good and so there are a lot of Pressure, and and then I talked to the director Christian, and he said, "No, you have to find your own way to 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 bring this person alive on stage." And so, I you need you get a lot of input when you talk about the story, when you talk about, or when you go to Israel, when you go and when you talk to the priests, when you read in books, when you read in the gospels. So mm. it's a lot of a lot have of. You ever compared notes with? Um, with other, um, not necessarily over Amargal Jesus's, because I imagine they're within your reach, and you've maybe seen their performances. But what about, um, oh, what's that Mel Gibson movie, The Passion of Christ, or any of the actors that have portrayed Christ in other performances? Have you ever gotten to pick their brains? 
I, I didn't talk. I, I saw other passion plays, and of course, I saw the the, the Mel Gibson movie, and but I also watched uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, and uh, so it's uh, so it's everything you can get is is is, is, is good. So even old movies, uh, Pasolini has a really nice movie. It's it's a it's a, it's a forty years old movie, and uh, yeah, it's. It's I would good just, to have a lot of impressions. I think it would be interesting to have like a Jesus meetup where all the actors <laughs> that we that we know that have portrayed could get together and talk about their experiences. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. See if see good what idea. kind of picture of Christ we could get out of out of all those experiences. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Hey, you could do it on Zoom. Yeah, Although, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> just a thought. Um, so then, um, well, I'm assuming that you've now cut your hair because you guys also start to, to grow, but now, you know, COVID hit and you just said, true. In the first moment I said, I don't cut my hair. I, I don't, uh, want to, but then after two weeks, I said, no, now it's, it's, it's time to, cut it and there's there's always a, a certain date when everyone has to let the hair grow it's uh, in the year before the passion play on ash wednesday mm -hmm. so the next time it will be middle of february so everyone here in Obamagawa has again has to let the hair grow and the men also the beards and uh, what so does your wife think day. about that mm, I, I think she's fine with it <laughs> so so but, but that's right nice that's also and nice for the kids because also the boys let the hair grow. So uh, if you then go to kindergarten or school, everyone has long hair and you can't say, is it a boy or is it a girl? And so even if, yeah, it's a part of the passion play. You you really grow into the role. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. So then, um, you know, let me ask you a couple questions that you can pass on if you'd like. So the first is, you know, do you consider yourself to be a very spiritual person? person uh, either prior to or after or you know how, how do you approach this i think um if you um, no I, i've played it played jesus 10 years ago and uh definitely you get another connection to 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 this person and and you get a glimpse of an idea of perhaps how it was 2000 years ago and I'm I'm a Catholic so I, I grew up here and mm -hmm. um, yeah I'd say yes yeah. okay and so then you know my question my next question which you've kind of answered is has your spiritual life changed as a result of portraying Jesus of course every time I don't know it's here in Bavaria, you very often find crosses, you know, here, as we saw before, on, in the mountains or when you go for a walk. So here in Bavaria, it's called crucifix, and you Martal, you find it on, on the fields, you find it very often. And the, I always look on those crosses and, and look, oh, and how does, does he hang on the cross? So I think you have a different perspective if, if you've been, if you played Jesus before. And of course, every time during Easter time, I, I I have a different connection to those days and to 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 those days when you when you acted on stage the, the last days of, of, of Jesus and um, yeah 
it, def it definitely changes you and uh, or it changed me. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. So then, before we close this out, are there any tips or things that you'd like to include that I haven't asked you that either travel professionals trying to plot this out for their clients or travelers themselves that want to attend mm -hmm. should know about? Mm, yeah, perhaps if you come to Obamagao in the Passion Play year or in another year or in next year, I think if, you, if you're on the street and if you see someone with long hair and, and beard, then probably he's a part of the, of the Passion Play. I think uh, just talk to the people. I think they're really happy uh, when you talk to them and, and they share their experience and, and they perhaps give you a, 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 a bit an information where you can go or they talk about their involvement in the passion play and uh, most of the people here in, in, in our village they speak quite good English and they, they love to talk about the play and share their experience they're very proud of it and I think that is something I, I can tell you and of course you know we have a main road in, in, but if you leave the just if you go a few minutes a few 100 meters Side, you, you will find beautiful places where you can sit and where it's where it's not so crowded or where you find a quiet place to to sit and watch and I think there are a lot of nice places to to find in our village. Yes, it looks wonderful. I'm I'm hoping to find them myself. So then that's the end of my questions. And um, actually, before I close this out, you are an actor by trade so when you're not in the passion play you are acting do you want to tell us about your current projects and where people might find you on the stage or at least rehearsing because I know you're not doing that right so now I'm not a professional actor really oh. I, I work in a theater in Munich but okay. I'm, I'm doing more PR and marketing but uh, so we, we we founded like a company 10 years ago and we do theater production every year here in Oberammergau. Sometimes we do an opera production hmm. and almost every year I'm, I'm on stage. Yes, but it's, it's not my, my regular job. So uh, I'm, 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 a, yeah, I'm, I'm a theater person, definitely. And so uh, the whole year I, I work in a, a theater right now. Uh, next, year, yeah, next year, in one year, the, uh, uh, the city of Munich builds a new theater for, for us in uh, the three rooms, uh, three theater rooms. Oh. So um, we have a lot of things to do and I'm really looking forward into, into the next year. And yeah, then, and now uh, we, we wanted to do a theater production next year here in, in the Passion Play Theater. And right now we are not sure if, if we can do it because uh, um, yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's we yeah. really don't have, we don't know if we can plan it because it can happen that we, it's still uh, not possible to play uh, before 1,000 visitors in next year. And um, so perhaps we have some plans and uh, some ideas, and uh, perhaps we will start them then in February or March. Okay, good. I hope okay, so. Good. I hope so. You know why I thought that you, know you do that you theater? Because if you yeah. just Google Frederick Myatt yeah. without the Passion Play or without Oberammergau, oh, one of the first pictures is you with a skull, like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's What's true. Yeah, from? it was ten years ago. It, it was isn't there in the year before the the passion plan? We tell the story of of how uh, the, uh, uh, the story I told you before in the beginning how the the black plague came to Wamaga. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the play about the black plague, oh. and this is uh, the story. But we also did in the last year we did plays about. Shakespeare with the Midsummer Night's Dream. We mm -hmm. we did a, a play about uh, a biblical place, also uh, Moses, or uh, about Joseph and his brothers. Mm -hmm. And so every year, and almost every year, I'm also on stage. And uh, yeah, I am a theater person definitely, and I love acting. Yeah. And but it's not my main job. Hey, so. you are a neat guy, and I appreciate your time today it's taken a while but i appreciate all the insights that you've given me and i hope that people listening and viewing will also uh, be motivated to to make the effort and get to over amargal yeah. for 2022 or even in between to see your other productions yeah megan thank you so much having me on your podcast it's a big honor and i really hope to see you yeah, in two years here in our village hopefully we'll shake actual hands And not just yeah. wave. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Really. Well, thank you so much. And if you are listening, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Radio Podcast saying have a great day. This is a Trav Market Media Podcast. Discover more travel industry-oriented podcasts at travmarketmedia.com and be sure to subscribe.